morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever type of day it is, y'all come on in, y'all have a seat, light your blunts up, and come feel me right quick. And if this is your first time listening to Feeling the Breeze, then I welcome you to the show. I am your host, Breeza. That's B-R-Triple-E-Z to the motherfucking A. And before I go any further, I got to introduce y'all to my sidekick, my boy, my co-host, my ace, my nigga. Taco the motherfucking bell. What's up, my nigga Taco? What's going on, my dude? What's going down? That's right. You know I can't do this show without you, my nigga. You know I can't do that. But on today's show, we're going to uh, continue on with this Laker fucker. Because magic is about to get open. Now, I covered this a few podcasts ago. And... Uh, Y'all got LeBron's reaction. And so now we about to give you Magic's reaction on why he stepped down. And even he gonna even actually react to LeBron's reaction. But y'all gonna hear that in the body of the show. And, you know, before I go any further, I gotta shout out MK. Because I interviewed him on the fly real quick. And he gonna break down his ass kicking Supreme 13 concept and all that good stuff. So y'all can know what y'all watching when I keep sending it y'all shit. So y'all sit back, hold tight, and we're going to be right back. You ever wonder sometimes what happens when you get in a car accident and a motherfucker ain't got insurance? Well, let's see what the fuck happens here. You better have insurance. Nigga, you better have insurance. Ass whooping insurance and you about to pay a deductible. And just like that, my granddad was trapped in a nigga moment. At this point, he can A, walk away and let insurance handle the damage to the car, or B, fight with a dumb, crazy, blind nigga. Let's see which one he chooses. <laughs> That's right. I'm back in your car, nigga. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Oh, hell no. Granddad, let's whoop this nigga's ass right now. Bitch-ass, faggot ass punk-ass, pussy-ass, bitch-ass, nickel! You wanna do something? Bitch-ass, nickel! Hold up! I smell new shoes! Oh, me! Oh! Ooh, what you made? I've said it before. Expensive sneakers are like $150 landmines. Step on one, and boom! A perfectly rational black man can explode. Yeah, yeah, they ain't new anymore, are they? Nigga. And that nigga spitting on you, you better hit him, granddad. Hit him, hit him. Yeah, hit him. 
Welcome back to the show. And yeah, we about to get into this uh, Laker fuckery. And see, and I covered this a little while ago. Of why, uh, you know, Magic stepped down all of a sudden. Gave y'all LeBron's reaction a little bit. But, as of today, Magic hadn't said why he really stepped down. But now he done finally said why he stepped down. So... Y'all about to hear it exclusively on Feeling the Breeze. Yes, I'm about to bring it to y'all. And this is going to be a good one. So, let's get it. Let's get this ready. Hold up. All right. Let's get it. What the hell happened? Why did you resign from the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, it was a couple couple reasons. You know, um, first of all, uh, let me thank Jeannie Buss for the opportunity first. Uh, when we sat down and negotiated, I told her, I said, listen, I can't give up all my businesses. I make more money doing that than becoming the president of the Lakers. So you know that I'm going to be in and out. Is that okay with you? She said, yes. I said, do I have the power to make decisions? Because that was important uh, for me to take the job as well. She said, you have the power to make the decisions. So um, I said, okay, let's go do it. She said, I'm gonna put you with Rob Palinka because I didn't know Rob. So she put us both together. Um, first year in, it was tremendous. I wanted the, the strategies to be, let's get up under the salary cap because we were way over the salary cap. And um, I said, let's trade some people, get some draft picks, so on and on. D'Angelo, you know, uh, great guard but had a problem when uh, uh, Shaggy P and yeah. the whole Nick, the whole thing went down. So I knew I had to get. All right, y'all remember that with the whole Swaggy P, D'Angelo, nigga was recording conversations, putting motherfuckers on blast. And that's why it was Swaggy P and uh, what's that bitch name? Y'all know who I'm talking about, why they broke up. Cause nigga got caught up and D'Angelo did some bitch ass nigga shit. Bitch ass nigga shit. All right, let's get back to it. Him out. We made some moves. That draft pick turned into Kyle Kuzma. So we felt good about making that deal. Drafted Lonzo Ball, number two. I know you're still against it, but yes. we we can de debate that because I think he's outstanding uh, all-around point guard. Um, then uh, Josh Hart. So things got going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then I start hearing, you know, Magic, you're not working hard enough. Magic's not in the office. So people around the Laker office was telling me Rob was saying things. And Rob Palenka. I, Rob Palenka. And I didn't like those things being said behind my back that I wasn't in the office enough. And so, um, so I started getting calls from my friends outside of basketball. The homies was looking saying out. Those things now were said to them outside of basketball now not just in the laker office anymore now it's in the media and so on and these are people you trust exactly mm. and people got to remember something being in this business for over 40 years 
I got allies, I got friends everywhere, right? And so, and then I had to monitor the brothers because Joey and Jesse wanted more involvement, wanted more power. The bus brothers. The bus brothers. Right. And so I said, I didn't mind doing that because they're good guys, but also I sat them down and said, hey, listen, I'm gonna really help you guys mature and get better. And uh, so I took that role as well because they felt they should have been, you know, in powerful positions, whether that's the general manager or the president, right? And so um, then when those things start happening too much, Stephen A, the straw that broke the camel's back was I wanted to fire Luke Walton. There it is. Y'all heard and that. we had Say he wanted to fire meetings. Um, I showed her the things he did well and the things he didn't do well. And I said, listen, we got to get a better coach. I like him. He's great. Former Laker, the whole thing. So the first day, well, let's think about it. Second day, okay, you can fire him. Then the next day, you know, we should try to work it out. So when we went back and forth like that, and then she brought Tim Harrison to the meeting, you know, some of the guys. And Tim, you know, wanted me, he wanted to keep him because he was friends with Luke. Luke's a great guy, great guy. And so when I looked up and said, wait a minute, I only really answered to Jeannie Buss. Now I got Tim involved. And I said, it's time for me to go. I got things happening that was being said behind my back. I don't have the power that I thought I had to make the decisions. And I told them, when it's not fun for me, when I think that I don't have the decision-making power that I thought I had, then I got to step aside. Let me go back to the backstabbing comment. Because you said that mm -hmm. when you resigned abruptly inside the Staples Center. And you just educated us that friends you trust, that got to them outside of basketball. Right. So did it come down? I'm not, I understand the Luke Walton element. Yeah. But when you allude to the backstabbing, was it Rob Palenka that you're talking about? Is it Rob Palenka and other people within the Lakers organization? Who exactly were you talking about? No, just Rob. I think that other people didn't bother me. It's, it's really funny as I sit here. I don't worry about those type of things. I'm not a guy who is like, oh man, he said this about me and I worry about it. What happened was I wasn't having fun coming to work anymore. Mm. Especially when I got to work beside you, knowing that you want my position. And I'm okay with that. Because this is what happened, Stephen A. I told him in year two, I'm only going to be here three years. So my job is, Rob, to get you ready for this position. Yeah. So, you know, I was going to help elevate him mm. to, the, to the president's position. And so when all this was coming back to me and guys calling me, saying you better watch out for him. And then what was crazy was, before when I took the job, you know how many agents called me and said, you gotta watch out for him. And I said, yeah, I gotta give the guy a fair chance. You know, I can't listen to, to people. And so... Uh, hey, we gonna be right back. We gonna take a quick pause for the call. That's some interesting shit.
And now we're going to have Big Moo with some cerebral news. Let's get it, Big Moo. Oh, uh, yeah, cerebral, cerebral news, cerebral. Everybody's talking about the Instagram model, Instagram model known as Miss Miami, about the, uh, about her uh, surgery for her uh, humongous 56 inch ass. Um, she's all over Instagram doing the twerking videos and different modeling videos. And um, as a guy, I'm, I'm gonna be really honest, she looks fine as hell, but you know, having those surgeries might not be the rise's choice possible. Maybe she needs to go see a, uh, you know, get a nutritionist or somebody that could help her obtain a certain kind of body structure that she's trying to achieve, you know, but, um, yeah, cause I see a lot of women going to other countries in Brazil and different countries trying to get these, uh, bot surgeries, these surgeries that they shooting these, uh, chemicals uh into the body to, to achieve a certain kind of look and that may, may may not be the right choice but you know who am i to say because you know it's your body it's your platform you know you feel like you're getting a certain amount of attention and you just like well if i do if i get rid of this i won't get the attention i'm getting now and uh this that and the third so that's yeah, it's, that's their that's their platform so it is what it is but maybe might have to consider other alternatives and achieving a look. But you know, the fellas want to look at the pretty ladies just like I do. I like looking at the pretty ladies. Keep it real. That's but, right. But um, want the ladies to do it in a way that maybe might be more healthier possible if they can. You know, just my my little observation of this whole situation. Well, that's it for Cerebral News, everybody. Uh, MK Space Breezer, what's up? Move is out. Peace out. Yes, my brothers and sisters, I'm out, period. All right, welcome back to the show. So me and Taco about to get into this. So now Magic is about to, to respond on what LeBron James said. And if you remember when I played that a couple of podcasts ago, you know, he was like, what the fuck? You know, like I came here and all that shit. All right, so here's Magic with the response to that shit. Here we go. President of the Laker organization. But sometimes as a man, you have to make decisions based on your well-being, right? And I made that decision based on me and my own happiness. And so uh, I could have done it a different way. Yes, he's right, but I did it my way. And that doesn't take anything away from our relationship or how I feel about LeBron. But sometimes as a man or a woman, you got to make decisions based on your own happiness. And sometimes you just got to go out and do your thing. And that's what I did. But Magic, he was talking about the way you did it. Do you have any regrets about the way you no, did it? No, no, no. I'm not a regretful guy. If you could do it again, would you have done it any differently? Max, I'm not a regretful person. That's right, I'm, Magic. I'm, I, I stick to my guns. I'm. Listen, this was not, I just woke up and said, oh, I'm going to leave the Lakers. This was building up. If someone had done so. that to you when you were in your prime or when you were an even older player, if they had recruited you to a team and their pitch really was part of the reason and then left without informing you first, you learned through the media. 
How would you feel about it? No, no kind of way. I'm not that guy. Okay. I'm not that person. You know, uh, Pat Riley left, right? And we cried together. But he had already made up his mind he was leaving, right? So, but I love Pat Riley. You know, that's my man. And I will always love him, one of my best friends. But he made a decision for himself, and that was great. Um, Rob Palenka was Kobe Bryant's agent. Mm -hmm. He was a seller, not a buyer. He wasn't a GM, and yet he gets put in that position. Let me pause that shit right there. Magic just kept it real. He kept it a buck. He said some real ass shit. He stuck to his guns. And hey, I respect Magic 100% for saying what the hell he just said. Right, Taco? Let's get it. And then when you try to get things done, he has enough power to stop you, essentially, it seems to me, what you're saying. Where does Rob Palenka's power come from? I think you're asking me, is that based on Jeannie Buss or, or Kobe Bryant? Or Kobe Bryant. Hey, it could come from both sides. But one thing Jeannie does, she respects him. And I think she knows him based on him working for Kobe Bryant. And, and now, as Laker fans, as I am, you know, we got to sit back and say, hey, we got to support Rob Palenka, just like we got to support Frank Vogel, the new coach. Mm -hmm. And we hope that they do a great job because, listen, I'm going to still be at every Laker game. Mm -hmm. this, what happened to me, I'm over that. I was over that the day I left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I went back to running my business. Mm -hmm. I left on Thursday. I was in my office on Monday, right? And so but I'm still pulling for the Lakers. I'm still a Laker, and I will always be a Laker. We stay with Rob Palenka for this one reason. Luke Walton, as you just acknowledged, you wanted to let him go. Mm -hmm. It appears as if the Lakers clearly didn't have that problem because they ended up letting him go. And he walks away and he goes to the Sacramento Kings for their head coaching job. Right. Did you want also to let rid, get rid of Rob Palenka and was denied the opportunity to do that? No, we never had a discussion about that. Okay. Yeah, I think that what I wanted to do was just... Uh, bring in my coach. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna, if you're gonna judge me, mm -hmm. you know you got to judge me by me bringing is, in my own is, people. Uh, who, who was that coach going to be? Did you have an idea who you were going no, to hire? No, no, not at that time. Okay. I think that uh, even just uh, recently, I wanted the Lakers to hire Ty, Tyron Luke. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I, I thought that uh, and know that Ty is an unbelievable coach, and so uh, I wanted the best for the Lakers. That's what is perplexing to me, and why I ask where Palinka's power comes from. And, and it seems to be rooted in his relationship with Kobe Bryant and then Kobe's relationship with Jeannie. The reason I ask is what Stephen A. just said. When a new president takes over, usually if the, the, the existing coach that he inherited better be great. If he's anything less than great, the new guy is going to bring in his guy. When that coincides with the fact that you wanted essentially to bring in LeBron James's coach. So there's also the power struggle a lot of times the superstar wants his coach. When the new president and the superstar want the same coach, but can't get the current guy fired, and then as soon as the president's out, the current guy is fired, it doesn't add up. We say, why did it happen that way? What's your theory? I, <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't answer that, you know, because, again, my frustration was you got to let me hire my own people right? and so and then again I don't like when people 
Listen, if you want to elevate yourself, I'm all for that. You want growth in a, a corporate America or uh, or at the Lakers, I'm all for that too. But it's a way to get that, right? And it's not talking about the person who's uh, above you. And so I told him when I'm not having fun, I'm going to leave, right? And I just didn't have fun anymore. I love going to the gym. I love going to all the NCAA tournaments, watching the young players play. I love working with our analytics team and the people that we had at the Lakers because we had an excellent team. What has to happen now, Max, is, is this. Jeannie got to empower somebody, whoever that is. is. Is that Rob? Is that Kurt Rambis? Whoever that is. And you got to let them make decisions because I love her because she's smart and she loves the Lakers. But she can't be emotionally tied to the guys. And she loved Luke as a man. Right. Not because he was a great coach, but as a man. But it's not about Luke Magic because Luke is gone. The old, the upshot is this. Magic's gone and LeBron doesn't have the coach he wanted. But 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 again, they had to come up with a plan. And this is the plan now. Right. Let me get in here quick because it sounds like Jeannie's listening to a lot of different voices that mm -hmm. might be clouding her head. And we mentioned Rob Palinka. We mentioned Kobe. I know there's others. Who do you think is dominating her thought process and decision making? The main voice. Well, I think that Jeannie Keep it real. will always make the final decision. But she huddles up with Linda Rambis and probably now even I think Phil Jackson advises her a little bit. Okay. What about Kurt outside. Rambis too? And now Kurt Rambis is home. Me and Taco are going to take another quick pause for the cause. And we're going to come back. <laughs> well, 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 if it ain't ebony and ivory. It's not Phyllis and her sister, Syphilis. What <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers want? I, I need the $2 you owe me. $2? That's going to be a problem. I see that right now. Because What's you up? can't take $2 from a $2 hole. It would make her a worthless hole. That's fucked up. Hey, fuck you. Come on, I need some milk Get money. Give me some milk money. Give me some of that. I need two dollars, girl. Yeah, you gotta get some milk. Milk? Oh, you ain't been mean yet, huh? You wanna come over here and suck these two titties? That's okay. I'll take a stick of gum and some nail clippers, though. Yeah, you can hey. take it. Oh, nigga. That's right. Y'all can't afford this good pussy. This right. some whole parade pussy right here. <laughs> you smell it so good. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell it right now. Get on, little dick. Why? What the fuck? Why is this? That's a myth. It's a damn myth. I went to black schools. I peep with the best of you. Come on, come on, dog. I got you beat. Damn. Nah, quit it, quit it, man. Quit it. <laughs> you gonna argue with us? Look at us. Have you seen more dick than us? <laughs> what? 
Little punk asses. Punk asses? That's right. Oh, you big gonorrhea, herpes simplex, one through motherfucking tangential wart. Lyme disease. Crab having. Gingivitis. Hanker sore. Gout. Yeast infection. Frostbite. Cold sore, scabby knee, dick burn. Ingrown hair. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> my ass. Is that a problem? No, 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 no sir. No. Then why are you fucking with my hose? They were. No. And you know what else they were doing? They were threatening us. Shut up. I think you owe my hose an apology. Sorry, Sorry hose. Nah, nah, I'm not a verbal, a physical one. You need to kiss my hose. Uh, hell no. Hell yeah. Partner, start the kissing. God damn, hose. Come on, man. Come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Black on black. White on white. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Ain't no interracial horn going out here. Come on, come on. Partner, interracial There you go. Handle it, handle it. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's nice. Fuck <laughs> that. Shoot me, man. I don't blame you. You a smart man. I want to kiss the even there. What's up? Ah, oh, damn. He kissed that hole, dude. Ain't nobody kiss that hole. Goddamn hole. <laughs> So anyway, nigga, what I, nigga, you fuck that bitch, nigga. <laughs> what would I say? What? Nigga, uh, on that bit, that link you sent me, nigga. Uh, yeah, nigga, yeah, yeah, the Haitian beauty, bitch. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that bitch, nigga. Yeah. I ain't trying to tell you, man. Killing that nigga. Nigga, because I'm looking at both of them, nigga. I'm looking at both of them, nigga. And one of them niggas remind me of myself, nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's old boy. Hell yeah. I was like, oh shit, nigga. I was like, damn, nigga. Like some PL shit. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Bitches off the, when I was in porno movies, was off the PL, nigga. Her, Bobby Page, it's another bitch. She got, uh, like, eyes uh, on her ass and shit. I forgot what that bitch name and shit. Oh, I think I know who you talking about. And I know. Uh, uh, one of the niggas from the job, nigga, was fucking with her and shit. Man. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember that bitch. I came to that bitch house. Ain't there another one? What's that bitch name? Devious or some shit? Oh, that's that white bitch. Uh, yeah, she was on there, but I ain't never got a chance to fuck with her. Uh, <laughs> said, nope, didn't get a chance. Uh, yeah, what's that other bitch? Other bitch I was in Porto. It's it a couple. Of, what was it? Jake Steven videos and shit. Nigga, yeah, bro. Doing some nigga shit. Look at that. Ain't it? Ain't it? Ain't it? Bitches that we went to school with and shit, and then you see him on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Like I had a class see, with that bitch. Nigga, it was one bitch that was fucking that nigga, uh, Julius Saint Jock and shit with all this silver jewelry and shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, but nigga, when I see that bitch, that bitch was like, nigga. See, I think she only did that shit for, for the money. I don't think she liked me or something, nigga. You know, it's something. It's some, because every time I see that bitch, that bitch be like, don't even look my way. Like, she tired of niggas hollering at her. Like, bitch, you was in porn. You was in porn. Oh, but shit. That's crazy. That's crazy shit, nigga. I see uh, your, your cousin. Uh... <laughs> Nigga, so we, we don't want to uh, do incriminate uh, we don't want to incriminate uh, you know, no evidence nigga. I, don't, I, mean, I, I know which one you talking about nigga, but we don't want to incriminate uh, hey, uh, uh, my bad I mean you, ask, you asking me about Porto I know, I know I know I know she one of them but you know we, <laughs> hey but nigga, real quick nigga we got to talk about ass kicking supreme nigga that shit okay. that shit <laughs> You ain't said nothing this shit. I was, I was like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Nigga. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Nigga. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Nigga. Yeah, I don
Oh, oh, maybe he busy and shit. Nah, you know, I'm gonna I'm, 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 I'm get my comments. I'm gonna put my comments on the shit, but nigga, since nigga, since we live, nigga, no, nah, I want to just ask you, nigga, in person, nigga, just good shit, nigga. The way you, way you chop that shit up, nigga. I showed wifey that shit. She said, y'all niggas. We she didn't say niggas, but she was like, y'all crazy. She was just like, you old ass niggas up there doing that shit. I said, but I said, forget all that shit. I said, just what did you think? What, you know, what did you think of the overall, like, like the creativity? And she's like, yeah, it was pretty good. She was like, just and from from what you guys are using, she was like, that's pretty good. And I'm like, see, niggas is talented. Niggas is talented. Niggas is past talented. Niggas is past. It, it's just, hey, I gotta appreciate you on on that shit. Now I don't have to like. I, it's like I had to downplay the quality. Right. So it's like I gotta medium and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right. And once I find the medium, because I still want to keep the quality up. Right. What the fuck the was? I was gonna go back and do it, but I erased the audio and shit to dump it and shit. So I was like, I'm just gonna let this one rock. And then now I know when I do the next next shit, it's gonna be even. It's gonna be even more, nigga, man. man now look, man. Now, now look, ladies and gentlemen, see now what we talking about is Ass Kicker Supreme 13. What I've been plugging on the sh- on the on the show. You know, he been plugging his shit on YouTube, but you gotta go check this shit out. And like I've been telling y'all, it says it says it's his project. So he's the creator. He can tell you more about the shit that you guys have been watching. And you feel like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about and shit? So nigga, MK nigga, explain to the viewers, ex- explain to the viewers the concept of asking the Supreme, how it started, how you came up with it, and what the shit is about. Go ahead, nigga. Look. Basically, it's about black. It's about black people. It's about a black man and shit, and the struggles and shit, right? But it's just all some futuristic, individual shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, but it's just the same old concept of good and evil, man. Love and hate, man. You know, yin and yang. You know, right now, explain, explain. You know, the characters, who the characters are, and who they symbolize, and whatnot. You know. You know, we always portrayed as dumb and ignorant and shit. Now, now, the main character is like a ghost. You know what I'm saying? A normal person like a ghost. Shit. Right. And I ain't even went to the details of like him, uh, what he worked for and all, all that like secret agency stuff stuff because he way above that. You know, T. Perry's is way above that and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. And, and what's going on? Oh, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Go, go, go ahead, go, go ahead. Roll another busted the mayonnaise. <laughs> Big Pimpin'. Big Pimpin'. Shit, fucking them damn bitches at his workplace. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I was really interrupting this oh, shit, but... Ahead, um, nigga, that's authentic as again. This is, this is real shit. I don't think it's real, real deal. Holy field here. Um, you know, we always looked at the bad light of being non-educated and shit, but it's some niggas it's safe in the motherfucking world and shit. But, but in a galactic threat. So this threat, I, I had the concept, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's a black man's biggest threat? And it's hatred and shit. Look what we done been through and shit. But what if hatred didn't come from the planet Earth? What if hatred, this force of hatred come from somewhere in the galaxy and shit, right? With just one, just regular motherfucking nigga. <laughs> With the power. To kick ass, you know, it's black people, you know, we're feared of like, oh, they ain't black people fuck niggas up, right? So I'm like, they kick ass, they kick ass. 
But won't you? Why don't we have a master ass kicker hmm. to fit the motherfucking earth? Now, now with the scientists, Doctor Robotno and Jerome and shit. Jerome Street nigga, regular nigga, they smoke weed. Doctor Robotno re- reminds you of uh, uh, the, the Neptunes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, Jerome's Pharrell and, and Chong and Chang. Where the fuck is? It? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, straight up, straight up, right? You know, uh, school dropouts and shit, just like the Ghostbusters. We were the Ghostbusters. They, they all went to school, but they dropped out. But they knew technology, right? right. Technology, right? And they they devised uh, a, a, a suit to wear, a suit to wear, just to amplify, you know, just your regular abilities and shit. Now, if you a master ass kicker and shit, and you wear the suit, oh shit. Right. <laughs> Fire that's being designed and shit because Dr. Robotno noticed it was a source of hatred coming so for somewhere in the universe, but he didn't have the knowledge and uh willpower to get to it and shit. That's that's when they fired him and shit. You know, then they blamed it all on the nigga when the experiment went bad and shit. And you know, and that's what happened. So he had to go underground and shit. Mm. Oh yeah, nigga, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just giving you the backstory and shit that I ain't even put out there yet, but I'm just giving you backstory and insights. No, this is good because this is gonna let the viewers know, you know, what the hell they watching and shit, so they can understand like when the shit be changing up and shit. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna always change it up because I'm gonna give you some shit, but I'm gonna make you have to go back and shit. So it's like, you know, you gonna have to. You know, you gonna be amazed, but your curiosity is gonna make you. Oh shit! So I, I just, I, I just tell everybody, just watch the videos, but go to the playlist so you can get the whole chronological order and shit. Right. Tell you because I'm doing it in a certain type of order and shit too. Right. You know, what I'm saying if you check out the titles and shit, the titles that got hit subliminal phrases or what's going on and shit. So you know, my shit gonna be to the left. But it's Team Aries and shit. And Aries is automatic, what? Automatic, robotic, something, intelligence system and shit. But I'm an Aries. Right. So, you know, I be throwing all old shit in there and shit. And they working with AI. You know, Jerome was so smart. The computers and shit, nigga, he created some AI, some AI, some artificial intelligence and shit. The best on this goddamn planet and shit, right? There it is. There it is. Right? So, you know, they filed hate. Hate want to take over the earth and shit. They want to rule, and the motherfucking battle is on. And the battle is motherfucking on. Yeah, yeah, the battle is on. And like, hates now on planet hate these characters and shit, right? I'm just going to the left, but they have subliminals, right? In these characters, these characters uh, take up forms of our oppression, like like the cool, you know, you know, you got a cool ass nigga around you, a jokester and shit like that. You got the master, the master that comes from show enough, you know, saying that's how our imagery of that, like the master and Medusa, wicked harlot and shit, you know, saying you know, thought, a thought, right, you know, saying and in the '80s, everybody was on the UFO shit, like you know, you got the grades and shit, right. Everybody was on the UFO, uh, 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 for, uh, you could say romanticizing the UFO theme and shit. And then I, you know, I took a little of that and I mixed a little They Live in that shit with the <laughs> sublimity. They Live, that's right, nigga. Paying homage to all shit that, that made me say, wow. You know, anything that made me say, wow, I could throw it in there, I'm, I'm going to make it. I will make it ignite your brain with a subliminal and shit. And, you know what I'm saying? And, I, 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 and then with all the fight scenes and shit, 
I noticed that you pay a lot of homages to a lot of anime too, because niggas grew up with anime. So, so niggas, what we gonna do? Off. So what we gonna do? Is we're gonna take a, a quick pause for the calls, and then we gonna come back with part two of that shit. Okay, cool. All right, so I will be right back. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the show. And here we go. Magic still keeping it a buck. Let's get it. The man in his day and the icon of the Lakers, Magic Johnson, is also a businessman who owns part of a team, a major sports franchise. And I imagine it would be a dream one day to own the Lakers. Mm -hmm. The man in the next era was Kobe Bryant. But when people are like, I bring up Palinka, Kobe's the power behind. Oh, you think Kobe wants to run the Lakers? No. I think Kobe wants to buy the Lakers. LeBron James obviously has made public his sentiment that he wants to eventually own a team. Right. I look at what just happened, Magic. You're out. Mm -hmm. LeBron's power of the franchise is diminished. Didn't wind up getting his coach. Kobe's guy, Palinka, is entrenched. To me, this adds up to... He's in a better position eventually to buy that team. You mentioned a couple siblings aren't happy with their positions. Then you or LeBron. Do you ever want to buy the Lakers? Do oh, you think Kobe does? If the Lakers were up for sale tomorrow, yes, I'd be running up to Jeannie and say, let me buy them. And I think, uh, listen, the, long, the list would be long. And uh, of course Kobe would want to buy them. And if LeBron was not a player or or out the league, he would want to buy him. I mean, listen, it's a gold mine. The Lakers are a gold mine. Even with us not making a playoff, do you know we've sold out every single season? Facts. The, listen, we were up 31% viewership with LeBron. We're Facts. still the number one in selling jerseys this season, the Lakers. But I mean, so 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 it's a gold mine. It's iconic. The That's real, gold, real quick. Not like there there are five bus siblings I think right now, and and not all of them. You know, it's, it's a family business. Not right. all of them had salaries, a hundred million dollars a right. year, or something like people might imagine. Right. There's some financial pressure. The Clippers sold for two point two billion five years ago. The Lakers must be four point four at least, or, le or yes, or five billion. It seems to me there are those jockeying to buy the team. Well, listen. I, I would be too. I mean, <laughs> the Lakers are still the premier team in the NBA. The, the organization nice. is is is, is incre incredible, and we're number one in social media. All those type of things. People love the Lakers around the world, not Facts. here in the United States. Around number the world, brand. Clippers sold for two billion dollars. Lord knows what the Lakers would be worth. Yeah. In light of everything that you've highlighted that's going on with the Los Angeles Lakers, even with the promise of a better future, do you think Jeannie Buss should sell? And the buses? <sighs> I, I never, ever wanted Jeannie to sell. And, and, and now I'm emotional because of the dad. So, see, so sometimes yeah. you say, hey, hey don't, don't sell. Trying, Dr. Don't Joe start trying. passed away hey, in hey, exactly. 13. Was yes. like a father figure to me. Right. Mm -hmm. So because of that, I would say, don't sell. Now, have things changed with all these super billionaires coming into the league? Yes, things are changing. And so uh, I don't know if she's ever going to sell, but if she decides to sell, it'll go for a lot of money, and I'll be knocking on her door. Uh, probably Kobe and I, one A and one B. <laughs> based on what, based on what you've told us, are you worried 
and I don't mean devaluing the franchise monetarily because we understand the Lakers are the Lakers. Right. But I'm looking at the Clippers. Ballmer, the billionaire. Right. Jerry West. Mm-hmm. You know what Jerry West means to mm-hmm. basketball. Why is he uh, on the Lawrence Lakers? Frank. Doc Rivers is a coach. Yep. And I'm and they're right there in LA. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it from the perspective that there's somebody coming up at the hills. It will always be a Lakers town. I'm not mm-hmm. refuting that. Right. But I'm asking the question because is it a situation where what's going on with the Lakers? Is actually hurting the franchise in some way. No, no. Okay. No, I think you respect everything that Balmer and the Clippers are doing. And 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 Doc Rivers is special. Special. Man. Yes, he is. He's special. Uh, great friend. I think when you think about now, that pecking order is Steve Kerr, Doc Rivers, and Popovich, right? Those are the three special guys. And there's some more. Coach Bud is doing a wonderful job in Milwaukee. And on and on and on. I, and I tell you what, I, I know this is, I'm going to change this subject. Zion got lucky because Alvin Gentry can coach. Yes, he, he can. can. Mm-hmm. Yes, he can. And a lot of assets to build a team around. Alvin Zion, Gentry can coach. He shouldn't think about all this craziness people are talking about. You go to New Orleans and you got a great coach that's going to help him get better because he needs to work on some skills that he doesn't have right now. And, and Alvin will, will do that for him. I can't let go of this like ownership thing. Um, oh, AEG and Shoots yeah. has thirty percent of the team. That's right. And I believe they have the right of first refusal if the Lakers are ever sold. That's right. Between you and Kobe and LeBron, mm-hmm. who has the closest relationship with Anschutz? Curious. The closest? I don't know Kobe's relationship with Mr. Anschutz. I know I got a good relationship with him. You know, it goes all the way back, and not just with him, with AEG. Um, and I help AG sell sweets and all that. Matter of fact, I own a suite there oh, myself. Thanks. So, uh, Mr. Anschutz is a great man, a, a, a religious man. Uh, so he would have first right if the Lakers ever went uh, went up for sale. Is is what we're seeing now the growing pains with the Lakers or the struggles? based on the fact that it really was once upon a time a family business. The greatest owner by far in the history of American team sports, the record shows, was the late great Dr. Jerry Buss. Right. He has passed. Right. It's corporate ownership in the NBA, almost exclusively multi, 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 multi billionaires. Is what's happening that you can't really run a family business in the NBA anymore? Nope. I, I, I'm not going to say that, Max. I think that it's harder to run it. I wouldn't say that you can't do it. I, I, th- I just think that Genie has to just say, okay, you're in charge of this, you're in charge of that, Mm -hmm. you guys just do your job. And me and Taco are going to take another break, and we'll be right back. settle back down oh man that was some interesting uh, shit wasn't it taco yeah that shit with magic I mean hey 
sometimes you got to do what you got to do to keep yourself happy. And Magic did what he had to do. I ain't mad at him. All right, but y'all, that was feeling the breeze. So we're going to take this song, bring it on home. I want to thank MK for that little quick interview on the fly right quick. So I'm glad he uh, kind of shed some light on his ass kicker supreme shit. So y'all kind of like know what y'all been peeping out on because I know I've been sending it and everything like that so telling y'all to watch it so continue to support that continue to support this uh, podcast you know as I bring y'all this content yeah y'all know I'm gonna stay to the left I'm gonna keep doing what I'm gonna do but I'm always gonna be entertaining me and Taco gonna do our, do our shit right that's right so having said that we better get the hell up out of here because we got some shit to do. So, shout out to everybody. Shout out to Big Moo. Good looking out on the Cerebral News. Appreciate that, my dude. And um, shout out to all the listeners. And uh, y'all continue to have a good day. Whatever type of day it is, y'all know how I do. All right, we out of here, y'all. And as always, always believe. We out of here.